Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphuji, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a beast, a burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hosanna. Yes, Hosanna. It's an ancient word. It's an ancient Hebrew word that means, get this, save or help. Hosanna, save. Hosanna, help. Hosanna, deliver. It's a word that the crowd screamed long ago that Palm Sunday. Hosanna. Yes, Hosanna to the Son of David. Indeed, they were not only using the word Hosanna to cry out for safety and help and deliverance, but they were also ascribing the ability, the ability to save, the ability to help, the ability to deliver to Jesus. They did not say just once, but it was over and over and over. Hosanna. In other words, it was a shout that indicated that Jesus was one who had the ability to save, to help, and to deliver. Think of it this way. Think of this Hosanna cheer as a cheer that you would hear at a sporting event, perhaps where a crowd yells out attributes towards a certain athlete. You know how it goes. Athlete enters into the arena, and the crowd yells out, the champ, there's the champ. He's the gunslinger. He's the master. Look, yes, look, the colossus of clout. He's a beast. He's a rocket, and so forth. Now, Today, even though we do not typically use the word Hosanna in our common language, we don't go around yelling out the word Hosanna to anyone we see, but we still, though, we still cry it out. We still cry out our Hosannas. We still apply our Hosannas to various people and various things. For example, this is a very easy one. In the realm of politics, it is easy to see crowds crying out Hosanna to certain politicians. Again, people don't use the word Hosanna, per se. 
They don't use the word Hosanna specifically, but nonetheless, they look to certain politicians to what? To save, to help, to deliver them. Rewind the clock just a bit and consider all the various Donald Trump and Barack Obama rallies that we have seen. Indeed, for those 12 years of Obama and Trump, all of those political rallies. Now, regardless of your political affiliation this morning, we must all be honest and admit that many of those rallies that we saw on television with Trump or Barack at the very front stage and all the people gathered around them, well, these political rallies, there were times where politicians entered not into Jerusalem, yes, where they entered not into Jerusalem, but into the campaign trail, where they were met with loud hosannas from their constituents. And instead of laying down palm branches at these politicians' feet, while thousands of people religiously, while they laid down their blank checks before those politicians who they believed would save and help and deliver them from the alternative political party. Hosanna to Obama. Hosanna to Trump. Blessed are you, executive orders and veto power that save and help me. But maybe you and I are not so quick to shout out our hosannas to politicians. And so what about other things? Now, it seems like there are endless possibilities for you and me. For some of you, you may cry out your hosannas to the stock market. Yes, to the stock market, the pension plan. Hosanna to the Dow Jones. Yes, hosanna to the Dow Jones. Blessed are you, O capital gains and dividends that save and help me that save and help me. Over the last several years, many of us shouted hosannas towards the medical community during the effects of COVID-19. Hosanna to Dr. Fauci and the CDC. Yes, hosanna, Dr. Fauci and CDC. Blessed are you, O lockdowns and vaccine mandates that save and help me. Now, if it isn't the stock market or the medical community, well, we surely praise and acclaim our government, do we not? Hosanna to the federal government. Blessed are you, O tax credits and stimulus payments that save and help me. Now, we have to be honest, though, too. We have to hit a little more closer to home. You see, in the church, we really aren't any better off. We do the same thing right inside the walls of the church. We must be honest about this. Unfortunately, we often direct our hosannas to the wrong place as well in the church. Check this one out. Hosanna. Yes, Hosanna to the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Yes, Hosanna, LCMS. Blessed are you, O bylaws. Yes, blessed are you, O bylaws and policies that save and help me. Now, we could obviously play this game and go back and forth for the next couple of hours. No doubt about it. We certainly could. But truth be told, if we were to do this, we would be here not only all afternoon, but into the evening and perhaps even to tomorrow. And the reason why we could do this all day and all afternoon and all evening is because we so easily, my friends, you and me alike, we so easily direct our hosannas, our acclamations, our hosanna acclamations, our prayers and our praise to anything, to anything and everything that we think that, well, what? Save and help us. We're fickle that way. Seriously, consider this for a moment. Who do your hosannas belong to? This morning, right now, who do your hosannas belong to? 
Where do you direct your Hosanna cries? Who do you hope will save you? As we contemplate those questions very seriously, we're left with one thing and one thing alone, and that is Lord. Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on me. As we consider our reading from the Gospel of Matthew here this morning, it would seem that the two crowds got it right. There was a crowd following Jesus and a crowd that met Jesus, and it would seem that as we read that text that they got it right. Unlike you and me, they shouted their hosannas not towards some other entity, not to something, not to some idea, but their hosannas went towards Jesus. And so we would say this is very good. As they cried out to Jesus saying, Hosanna to the Son of David directed to the Son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. However, what did the crowd, we have to ask ourselves, what did the crowd want to be saved from? They said Hosanna, which means save and help, but what did they want Jesus to save them from? Now, dear friends, we Christians can rightly cry out Hosanna towards Jesus, but then we're left with the question, what do we want to be saved from? What do we want help with? You see, a good portion of the people, as we heard about that crowd, a good portion of the crowd, most likely, they thought of Jesus in messianic terms. They wanted a Messiah, and they wanted that Messiah to be a Messiah of power, to put things right, to make order in their lives, to create things in society and their world to make sense of it and to get good control, just to make it right for us, to save us from the calamity, perhaps, of Rome and bad decisions. But a suffering... A bleeding, a dying, and a rising dead and rising kind of Messiah, a death and resurrection kind of Messiah. Well, this kind of Messiah, this kind of Messiah, they did not expect or cry out for. Simply stated, their Hosanna cry did not anticipate a suffering and dying Savior for the sins of the entire world. Their Hosanna cries were properly applied to Jesus, but also they could not contemplate the bleeding Jesus and not a Jesus saving them from their sins. Now, before we go any further, are we really saying this morning, as we think about this whole idea, are we really saying this morning and today that we should not ask for help? No, we're not. You see, the word Hosanna is not only a word that means save or help, but it's a word that actually, it, it, invokes, it invokes a divine blessing. It is a petition. It's a cry for a divine intervention, a divine blessing from the Lord, is a word that gives also praise, gives praise and adoration, praise and adoration to the Messiah. And so we could say it's a word that is used exclusively for Christ and not for anyone else. And so while there's nothing wrong with pleading for help from various people and various entities in life, in fact, there are many different vocations in this life different people around us, different neighbors that are intended to help us when we simply ask, well, there's nothing wrong with asking or pleading from help, pleading for help from other people. We must remember that these individuals, though, they're certainly not worthy to be recipients of our Hosanna cries. And the reason why, it's quite simple. They're not the Messiah. You see, whether it be Donald Trump or Barack Obama or Tony Fauci, or whether it's the state or the stock market or even 
our Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, we must remember that none of these things, none of these people, none of them deserve our Hosanna cries. And the reason why, none of them bleed like Jesus. None of them suffer like Christ in our stead. And get this, even though everyone's hosannas in this world are misplaced, and even though the church often wants to be saved, when we direct the hosannas right to Christ, but then we often want to be saved from silly things such as bad habits or uncomfortable circumstances and not more serious issues of death and sin, the good news, the good news of the gospel is this, the fact still remains that even though we have misplaced hosannas, that Christ he still came. He still went to the cross. He still bled. He still died. He actually came to be the Hosanna, the one who comes in the name of the Lord for the very purpose of forgiveness and life and salvation, in spite of misguided understandings. Dear friends, hear this. Despite our misguided and misinformed Hosannas, Jesus still came to the cross, nonetheless for you. He came to save you not from bad habits, from bad dating tips, or other thousand other, or a thousand other silly little things that we get so consumed and worked up about in life. But he came that Palm Sunday, and get this, he comes this Palm Sunday right here. He comes to you today in this service for the very purpose of saving you from sin, delivering you from the jaws of death, and being the one helper that, yes, stomps on the devil's head. He does it for you. He does this so that our misguided and misinformed Hosanna cries may be forgiven and made holy. That is right, he forgives you and me and sanctifies our Hosanna cries rightly towards him, directing our Hosanna cries away from other things solely to him and him alone. And so today, we can know by faith, by being forgiven, cleansed by being given new hearts, created anew in him daily and this day. So today we can know by faith that he is the only Messiah that is worthy of our praise and Hosanna cry. He is the only one that is sufficient to bleed, to die and to rise for you and for me. So right now, as his baptized saints, as his forgiven saints, we smile with a grin our chins are up, we smile, maybe with a little bit of chuckle of joy, and we raise our voices and we say together, Hosanna to Christ Jesus, the crucified one. Blessed are you, O son of David, for saving us from sin, death, and the devil. Hosanna to you, O Christ, the most high. In the name of Jesus, who saves and helps you and me. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org The Lord bless and keep you.